Oh, and here we are. Here we are. You want to take us on? I got to Sure. Welcome, everyone. Is that Fred? This is Fred. Hi, Fred. Welcome to um, Grief Chat, or uh, as we like to call it, Humor, uh, Grief, and Grace, or go. Grace and Grief. Or and this is a one of those titles. <laughs> Creative people have lots of titles. And this is a time for whoever's listening to write things in the chat. And what's on your heart today? A lot of people I know on their, on their heart is, okay, things are shutting down. You shouldn't even have groups of more than 10 to, uh, for Thanksgiving. In fact, they don't even want you to have that many at your house. They want everybody to stay home, at least in Illinois, for the next 30 days. All the schools that I know of are either this week or next week going on total uh, remote. And uh, the U of I students, after Thanksgiving, they're not coming back. And... You know, this is a really tough time because people miss their family. And I said to a friend who was not going to go see her uh, brother-in-law and her sister in another state, I said, I'm, I know you're disappointed. And all I can say is thank God for technology. Right. You know, that's, that's our only way. And, you know, here's something else I've been thinking about over the past week. People value different, different aspects. Like in therapy and in counseling, people value, um, one of the questions I ask is I try to find some of their spiritual beliefs and what do they value? Um, do they value a higher power versus the word God or goddess? Do they value, how do you, and when I say value, what is it that you relate to? And you find a wide variety of opinions and values. Uh, some people, sorry, Fred, covered your ears. Some people value dogs over cats. Some oh, people value that. cats, right, or value cats over dogs mm -hmm. or whatever. And it doesn't make the other person wrong. But in grief, what one person finds is a loss, another person might not be able to a relate because they have no personal experience or it's something they don't value. So while Thanksgiving is coming up, some people value that tradition and it has to be done this way and it has to be done that way. And they don't want to hear flippant remarks that, well, we don't go visit anybody anyway. That's, that's hurtful to the person that does value that. It and, is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go ahead. 
take it away. No, I don't want to take it. I just want to add to it. You know, there's, there's that, what do, what gives people the thing that lifts them up? What makes them center? What helps them, what's going to help them on Thanksgiving day or Christmas day or the first day of Hanukkah or the feast on Aid? What's going to help them feel connected Mm -hmm. to who they are and who their family is, even if their family's not there? Exactly. Um, You know, and I was, um, for our listening audience, Jill spoke at, and I don't know if you're still following, maybe because you have clients, but Jill and I are part of a uh, seminar all day yesterday and all day today on grief and grief counseling techniques and grief therapy techniques and goals and resources and uh, all the stuff, all the stuff. And one, they're all free. And I think we'll put some of those resources. I took a picture and I'm going to post it to this, uh, to our web, to our Facebook page. But what I want to say is that Ways to remember your family that are or not are there. (laughs) That's a weird way of saying it. They're showing up or they're not. Is if you have a special tablecloth, okay? And let's talk about people who have died, not separated by COVID, but you can still take out that tablecloth that has people's names on it. People who have died, is there something that that person gave you that you could sit at your table, place at your table? You know, we still have dishes from my mom and my mother-in-law. And can you put those dishes out? We probably will. I like to include one at every holiday. Mm-hmm. You know, those are just a couple suggestions. Another suggestion is if you can't, the Jews do this for Passover, right? They set an empty place setting for Elijah in case Eliza shows up, right? Right. And so, can you set a place setting right. for? whether they're dead or alive, can you say, you know, and send a picture to them? I know you're not here, but I'm setting a place for you anyway. Right. A place at the table for everyone. A place at the table for everyone. Mm -hmm. And if you want to get really tricky about it, just set up one place and keep taking pictures and send (laughs) it out to everybody. Say, I'm missing you. I'm missing you. I set you a place. I set you a place. You don't need 15 place settings unless you want to because you're funny. So, Or alternatively, you could make those funky little turkeys out of pine cones. You know, get the little pine cones. Make the little hand out of construction paper and stick it on the back end. And put like a yes. puff on the front for the face. And then you put someone's name, put one for everybody who's died. So they're all a bunch of turkeys on the table. <gasps> and 
And that's not even insulting. (laughs) That that is not even insulting at all. There's a bunch of turkeys on our table. That's right. (laughs) So there are so many different things that you can do. And I want to bring that up as a point today because uh, a friend of mine, has stage four pancreatic cancer and she's still going strong except chemo weeks when she's like, I can't function. Yeah. Right. Right. So her grief counselor, as she was going through some depression, her grief counselor said, what is it that you can do? instead of thinking about what you cannot. And I think that is good advice as people are grieving, not seeing loved ones and then getting angry about it. Right. And that anger does not serve your immune system. If you're trying to avoid COVID, if you have an auto autoimmune disease, anger does not serve your immune system. You got to keep it stable. You got to keep it even. And so what is it that you can do? Can you all make a recipe, the same recipe? And, you know, just share a picture. A friend of mine is actually doing a, they're doing a live Zoom chat on Sunday before Thanksgiving and they're Uh all making the same recipe. They're all going to have the ingredients at home and they're going to make the Uh recipe together. So they've all got the same dish on the table on Thursday. Oh, you know, here's what I'm doing. I still love to cook and share. That's just important. It's something I value. So, um, Most likely, my husband will make his mother's famous mac and cheese. I will make uh, Italian beef, or I think it'll be Italian pork. It won't matter. Uh, We're going to put together a package for all the kids. Nice. And drop it off at their house. And, you know, that's what we're going to do. I don't know if they're going to do anything or how they're going to do it, but that's what feels right to my husband and I, you know? Mm-hmm. Ours are far flung. So we're sending delivered food. Everyone's getting, uh-huh. everyone's getting a honey baked ham. Not a big one. <gasps> ah! Enough just for the day for just their little, whoever's in their house. And the ones who are vegetarian cool. are getting side dishes and chocolate turkeys. Oh, that is wonderful. Yeah, that is really wonderful. You want to be together, but you don't want to be unsafe. And uh, right. you know, my mom is next door and she's now afraid to even, she's not sure she wants to come to our house and we're part of her bubble because she's watching all of the virus information on the news. So now she, she just wants to stay home and we'll deliver her meal. Then we'll yeah. outside the glass door. That's what, that's how it is. Yeah. Right. And if you know someone who is really alone, if you know a recent widow or widower or pet especially, and they mm-hmm. don't have family living with them, reach out mm-hmm. to them. 
reach out to them in mm -hmm. some way. Send them a funny card. Pick up the phone. Yeah. Why and don't you just pick up the phone? Mm -hmm. Right. And say, I'm thankful for you. Right. Yeah, you're my favorite turkey. No, don't necessarily say that, but. Now, Melinda Rose just messaged us. She said, what about coping with birthdays? A friend passed last month. Her birthdays, their birthday is Sunday. Holidays and her birthday will be tough. Oh, you're right. People that have, yes. You know, the first thing is, acknowledge it's going to be tough. Mm -hmm. First, you have to actually acknowledge it. A lot of people go, oh, it's not going to bother me. Yes, it will. I'm not going to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's another yeah. one that they say. Preparing for a year of firsts uh, is, is tough. A year of firsts. So suggestions, once again, have to do with how can you honor that person both in your heart and physically? How can you do it? Quite often, uh, people buy flowers. I know for many years, we bought for Daryl's mom and my mom white roses. And we had them there. Maybe you want to light a candle and have that specifically, like, that's for you. Uh, Maybe you want to write some memories, your funniest memories, um, mm -hmm. something that happened between the two of you, something that is always going to say to you, this is who she was and who we were together as BFFs. And share it with the world. And say, this is her birthday. I'd just like everyone to say her name out loud. And, and Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. However you can, you know, maybe when my friend Michael died, he died on October 17th, about eh, 15 years ago or something like that. And... I have cards that I have saved and I have them out. I don't have to go digging for them. I know right where they are. Maybe it's time to take out a card that that person had and just that they sent to you yeah. to read those words again. And maybe if you can hear those, those nuances in your head, you know what I mean? So and that you can. They're writing. It's yes. Linger, linger with putting your hands over their writing. It's nice to have that connection that's important on those kinds of days. It's yeah. also really important to make sure that we include people who have died this year, especially first first years, at the holidays. I, the, certainly the place at the table on Thanksgiving. I've shared this before. I, th before I think our tree looks now like a memorial tree. It's probably half memorial ornaments, uh -huh. but they're funny. Uh -huh. They've got funky uh -huh. pictures. They've got happy memories. They've, whatever they are, they're on the tree. And then all uh -huh. of our pets have their paw print that they make when each of them is cremated. Those are all on the tree. So put them up, talk about them, share their name. 
the hardest part in my experience and with my clients and in the research is that when someone has died, we all stop saying their name. We don't say Melinda's friend. We don't, we don't say those things and we need to share their name so that they stay alive. With all exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And Melinda, we say, mm-hmm. oh, I was going to say, uh, Melinda, can you write your friend's name if you're comfortable down there? And we'll say her name. Right. And we'll we'll honor her. We'll remember her. Some people do birthday cakes. Um, some people find that creepy. Tina Shoot. Shut. Shoot. That's got to be shoot, right? S C H U T T E. Is missed. I can't see the comments, so we'll it's say a, Tina. Tina is missed. And yes, she is. Tina is missed. And she will. Can you tell Tina. us, was she funny? Was Tina funny? Was she uh, just a real caring person? What's what for you? Do you remember that stands out about her? What did she give you emotionally? Like support, space? A shoulder. Yeah. A shoulder. A crass word. (laughs) Oh, I think people will remember me for that. Oh, I definitely, I will be. (laughs) Very generous. She was a good and generous person. Oh, so the world what a really great soul. Yeah. Yeah. And with someone like that, that means there are other people missing. And that would be mm-hmm. something to do to get to collectively do something to share some, some happy Tina memories. And some right. of all of you are going to continue her kind of generosity in her name mm-hmm. in your future. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's I probably remember. That's Right. And you can write somebody else that's missing her, like you were saying. You can reach out, say, ah, even a text, I'm missing Tina today because, and you don't even have to write because, I'm missing Tina today, period. Thought I would reach out to you. How are you doing? In Tina's generous spirit, I bet she checked on people. So that's what you do. You carry on their traditions and you incorporate the parts of them that matter to you Uh into your life. And then you make sure you share that because when someone dies, we become their representative to those who've never met them. It's, It's just part of what we do. And so you get to introduce Tina when you do something kind and generous. You know, my friend Tina used to do this stuff and I'm so glad I get to do it for her now and all of a sudden Mm -hmm. Tina is somebody else's Tina and that's kind of incredible when someone dies and I I left my paperwork in the other room but there was a quote today I think uh by uh Jack Lemon that basically when someone dies you don't you lose the relationship on the physical plane, but you do not lose the relationship. You still have a relationship with the person that has died. Mm 
And that relationship is in the memories that you have. Like I said, horrible at quoting, but the sentiment is clear. That's exactly what it is. You want to keep the memories and keep them close and share them. Uh -huh. It's exactly. my favorite grief memory, grief movie, Coco. It is that. It is you keep them alive by remembering them and sharing their gifts. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And at the holidays, plan ahead. If anyone has lost someone this year, someone has died in your world this year, whether they are Maya Dell, um, who was one of our oodles, or Tina, or you know somebody's grandfather, they need to be remembered and planned for. Don't let right. the holidays catch you off guard, because that's right. miserable. Right. And if someone died close to the holidays, especially if you had someone who died right before Thanksgiving or Christmas last year, so you think, okay, I'm past all the firsts. Yeah, no, you're not. Because uh -uh. you were still in semi-shock at that point. So this is going to be the year that it hits you. Hits you. Right. Absolutely. Don't think that you're some veteran and you're ready to go now. It's going to hit you. It will. And for those that uh, don't know, not only just holidays, but smells of different foods. Even if you were in a bubble of, oh, someone handed me turkey. Right. <laughs> and you remember turkey or cranberry salad or, or stuffing. Or if you... I don't know how many of our listening audience have done this, but the first Thanksgiving that uh, I made a turkey for my mom, she was quite pleased to see the shock and awe on my face as after we were cleaning up that we ate, that I had in fact left the plastic and innards in the bird oh. <laughs> after I cooked it. Oh, that's it's, horrible. Uh, <laughs> she was pleased because it had happened to her one time and then she didn't feel alone. And so while this might sound weird, every time when I would cook a turkey, I go, Mom, I'm taking out the innards. I'm taking them out because we still talk to them. Even after someone's long gone, we talk to them when we converse with we them. We talk to them. Mom, you're not going to do it. And the other thing, my favorite memory is, mom knew I loved the turkey necks. So she would always set them aside. In fact, at the shelter in town, Daryl and I for many years would volunteer on Thanksgiving. The guy who cooked all the turkeys, and they're usually about 10 turkeys, right? He knew I loved all the necks. His name was Frank. And Frank would set aside all the necks for me. Was your nickname Turkey Neck? <laughs> it should be. And so, <laughs> and so Frank died. He didn't have a lot of family. People were calling me. And... To this day, I have that memory of Frank, mm -hmm. who was the cook there, cooking all those turkey necks. So when I eat a turkey neck, 
I think about my mom and about Frank. Right. Right. So the other thing I want us to think about is if you've had a loss right close to a holiday and you don't feel like making this holiday that holiday, you don't mm -hmm. have to. Now, COVID, we've got the perfect out. We can do pretty much whatever we flip and want this year because uh -huh. across most of the United States, even if there isn't a lockdown in your area, it's, it's still so dangerous. Being in a group is not a great idea. You can do something uh -huh. different. I've got families who are going out to get burgers to go and they're going to hang out in their backyard. Now we're in Southern California where we can't do that this time of year. Um, I have others who are skipping the turkey entirely and they live in cold areas, but they're going to put up a fire in their outdoor fire pit and make s'mores. Because we don't have to have all the stuff. We don't have to have the place settings. We don't have to do any of that if we don't choose to. When my mom died, our first Thanksgiving, you know, every Daryl's mother-in-law, she understood because her mom had died many years previous, but nobody else understood mm -hmm. how I didn't want to show up to that Thanksgiving. And so, and I made the decision to take care of me, not to take care of the other people. So uh, my daughter and I, and I think I've talked about this before, had started a new, tra uh, new tradition of on Thanksgiving day, we would volunteer someplace in honor of mom. And we did that for about three or four years because showing up to that many people who are focused in a different way and have different values at that time in their life was too hard. So to our listening audience, if it's too hard, give yourself permission to not do what is too hard. Be gentle with yourself. Do something else. Watch TV all day. You know, Use if you need plates. to build a blanket, say again? Use paper plates, not the silver. Use paper plates. You know, if you need to lay on the couch and just watch Hallmark Channel. Or the Twilight Zone. Or Twilight Zone, because sometimes it feels like both. <laughs> Pull Pull That's that blanket over your head, peek out a little bit, and just do that. Grab your oodle Give yourself self-care is so important. It is. So important during the holidays. It is. Don't push yourself too hard. Mm -mm. And, you know, this could be the year that you think about what traditions did I think I wanted a long time ago and we just never got to do because we always had always had to blah 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 right right we don't got it, we don't got it anymore we can we nope. can do things different now and you can set it up right it right up any way you want so uh -huh. give yourself that grace and and enjoy that right get yes and i talk about it every week let's see if you can see this on here Right here, rub that tender spot. Take in a couple deep breaths and breathe out. Breathe in, keep rubbing that tender spot. You know, you might just start to cry spontaneously, and that's okay. 
it's really okay. It's a release. It's a release and you need that. You don't even realize all the tension that you hold coming up to holidays. And we've when got a that lot of tension. You do. This you do. Year has been tough. Let's just all acknowledge it. We got murder hornets for goodness sakes. It's been here. <laughs> you have murder hornets. It's and, yeah. There was a foot alligator in walking around a golf course in Florida. Right. Right. In Louisiana. Like a dinosaur. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Let's be this gentle. is the time to be gentle. I know. Mm -hmm. Grab your oodle. They, they, they're good for that. Or your stuffed oodle or your cat or your spouse or, you know, whoever's in your bubble. Who's ever in your bubble. And do something and, to take care of each other. And if you do not have a pet or somebody else with you and you're locked down, call or if you know somebody that doesn't have pets and is locked down by themselves. I know somebody, uh, long-term care, I called her this morning. I said, do you need creamer for your coffee? Because they can't get out and she can't go shopping. Right. And I said, so I got a shopping list for her, you know, from her. Yeah, those are the Make things you can do. Mm -hmm. And you can dedicate them to your loved ones that died. I'm, I'm doing this volunteer thing for Tina. Or I'm doing this volunteer for Shirley, my mom, or Evelyn, my mother-in-law. You know? Yeah, we take a, we actually buy a, tr a, a living Christmas tree every year. Not a big, uh -huh. huge one for the house, but a living Christmas tree. And we put it somewhere in the house and decorate it. And then we take it to our local cemetery, Evergreen, here in Riverside, for my oldest daughter's baby brother, who died when he was 11 months old, quite tragically. And she walked up to me this year and she's just the other day and she said, I know it's COVID. Are we still going to do the tree? We've been doing this since she was seven and she's 28. So it's a tradition and <sighs> nobody else knows whose tree that is, but the gardeners uh -huh. at Evergreen expect us. And what, after uh -huh. they planted us, they will show us where the tree is. So we know where all of William's trees are because William is. Oh, that's hands. beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, if, if you cannot plant a real tree, because that's such a great idea, you can Google, how can I plant a tree? Like uh, for a lot of Jewish people, they plant a tree in Israel. But you can there. see what's out there. Mm -hmm. And with all the yeah. fires we've had, Australia is doing planting projects, and so is most of the Pacific Northwest mm -hmm. in California. There are places uh -huh. where you can sponsor a tree. And if you're close by, you can actually get instructions from the um, park managers as to what kind of trees they want. And they are having uh -huh. ways that you can go plant your own little seedling if you want. But oh, way to finish perfect. the holiday weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It's giving life back after well, death. It is. It's, it's carrying on past the physical. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I think it's time to go, Jill. It is. We still have. Go ahead. No, I was going to say our seminar is going on, so we should get back to that. Yeah. We will see you guys next week. Take good care. And thank you, those who comment. Thank you, Julia and Melinda, for being here today. Bye. Yeah. Bye, everyone.